0: This is Sandy Floria, and you're listening to She Walks Brave. When I ponder what it looks like to walk brave, I think of women I've met living in small towns or big cities who walk with elderly parents, other abled children, toddlers, and teenagers, some from home, some from outside their homes. Some walk with chronic illness and other unseen wounds, and some of these women walk daily on foreign soil navigating life in a culture different from their own. I've talked to single women called there by God and living out that call with great courage. Each of them have a valuable story to share on how they bravely live their lives to engage the world around them with the gospel message. Whether married, single, widowed, or divorced, most of them don't feel very brave. They are, and all of them, are my heroes. Today on She Walks Brave, we'll continue part two of my conversation with Sandra Bickham. We begin by answering the question, Has pursuing God's call for you cost you, and if so, what? Sometimes it does. Sometimes it brings you to new and exciting places to serve Him. And that's another step of bravery. We'll also talk about the way she lives out that call to teach her children to do the same, and how she's teaching them daily to walk brave. I hope you enjoy today's podcast.
1: I don't know what the future holds, but I know God has always been faithful, and
0: He hasn't let me down yet. Mm -hmm. I read a quote recently that says, The woman you are becoming will cost you people, relationships, spaces, and material things. Choose her over everything. And when I first read that quote, it sounded very selfish to me. But the more I thought about it, it felt like a God calling. Because God is choosing us and has chosen us and has purpose and plans for us. I mean, we read in Jeremiah that he has a future and a hope for us. Mm It doesn't always look like what we think it will, like you were just saying, being willing to say that yes a little quicker. But what do you think about that? Has it cost you people and relationships? Yes, in some ways. I
1: have not encountered um, very many people who have been ugly to us in any kind of Mm -hmm. way. But, yeah, it's definitely cost some relationships with women who don't understand why I don't have a lot of time to give to other things Mm -hmm. because of the commitment that we've made to the things that God's called us to. So it it means there's a lot less time for hanging out with the girls. And there's some people who stay away from or have chosen that, you know, our life doesn't give them permission to live their lives the way Mm -hmm. they want. Mm -hmm. And I think to some people, we've been the aroma um, of the sin that they're Mm -hmm. living in. Right, I do feel like There are people who would rather not be around us, um, not because we're always talking about their sin or about, you know, God's plan for them, but just the way we live our lives. Sometimes there is an evidence there
0: that there's a reminder
1: that mm -hmm. that we stand for something that they aren't quite there yet. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's fear on their part a Mm -hmm. little bit, too. They're afraid of, well, what would my life look like if I followed the Lord like that? Mm hmm. I love in Ephesians, it says, you know, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. And I think about all these times in scripture where people have been afraid and they've fallen down at the foot of angels and and so many things. And and the thing that is normally said to them is be strong and stand Mm up. Like in Daniel, when he faces the angel and and the angel says, be strong, get up. Mm -hmm. He said, I had the strength to get up. I mean, God, when God's calling us to do things, he's enabling us to do them if we trust him. I think the bravery that I've had to have doesn't really come from like searching down deep in me and realizing
0: that I'm enough. Like, I trust God's enough. Yeah. I think that is the best definition of bravery in the context of our lives with Christ is that He is enough. He is enough to propel us into the things that He's called us to do. Right. And we don't have to be strong on our own. We don't have to really even be brave on our own because He gives us the courage when we submit to Him.
1: Absolutely. And sometimes I've noticed in my life that the things that I want to claim for myself, like talent or experiences or or times that I have survived, things that maybe could have turned out to produce a different kind of fruit in me, Mm -hmm. whether it's fear or bitterness or anything else. And Mm -hmm. even those times that I overcame those things, if I say to myself, look what I did. Yeah. Or look what I can do. Mm -hmm. I've seen my gifts become my Achilles heel. Yeah. All of a sudden, confidence turns into pride sure. or creativity turns into something that distracts me mm-hmm. from what I'm supposed to be doing. And I, I have to be careful yeah. because yeah. even being brave, it can be my downfall if mm-hmm. I don't say, you know, Lord, this is because I trust you mm-hmm. because you've called me to do these things and you've already paved the way for them. I like that. So do you see yourself as brave? Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'm willing Yes, Mm -hmm. but I don't think we ever really know until the Lord calls and we say, yes, Lord, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I'd like to say that that whatever he asks, whomever I have to talk to, no matter what it costs me, that I trust him because he's a good, faithful, loving Mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. But I never know until he calls and I say, yes, I remember when my kids were really small and I felt like we were cooped up in the house all the time. It's just, yeah. I have four. And so sometimes it's just hard to go and do. Right. By the time I packed all the <laughs> snack <laughs> the bags stuff, and right. all the
0: <laughs> extra it was things. like,
1: okay, now it's, we don't have time to be there. Um, but I remember just saying, okay, we'll go to the park knowing we, they could swing in the backyard, but that wasn't, you know, yeah. it was a special deal. They wanted to go to the park. So I put on pants Mm -hmm. and we went to the park and I remember being at the park and just watching the kids play and there being another lady there with her granddaughter. And then she just started asking me (laughs) questions about my faith and about parenting and about church and about God and, and surrendering to him and just the hardships of of life. And I, I remember thinking, I'm so glad I put on pants. Like <laughs> like for that day, Brave was just saying yes to pants yeah. and walking out sure. the door and being just being willing to say, okay, I will have a conversation with somebody that I've never met before. Yeah. But the Lord like prompted all of it. Sure.
0: Yeah. I love I, it I, when so he does that. Yeah. Just put on pants and be ready. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw a little wrench here. It's not one of the questions I sent you. But you mentioned this yourself. You have four lovely children. You have three girls. Mm-hmm. They're strong girls. They are. And then you have your son, who is a strong little boy, too. I don't want to leave him out because we have to raise brave boys as well. Mm-hmm. But because of, because of the culture that we live in and the view of women that our culture has, hmm how do you teach your young girls to be brave in this kind of culture? You have one gal that's getting up there in her teens, and right. and it can be daunting. Yeah. Oh,
1: the conversations that happen. I have when My oldest daughter is in public school, mm-hmm. and um, then I homeschooled the three younger, and my older daughter is coming home from school. We have wonderful conversations, but she still um, wants to tell me every detail about what happens during the day. And and even lately, she said, you know, mom, someone said to me, am I a sinner? And she they asked her that they point blank in class, wow. asked her, am I a sinner? And I just I'm squirming in my seat as I'm driving mm-hmm. because you raise your kids to know and love the Lord. And I've raised my kids to know and love scripture. Mm-hmm. And We read through books of the Bible together as a family, just like I teach women Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. to do. And so I I wondered what her response would be and if she held up an adequate picture of Christ Mm -hmm. as she's answering these these questions. But Emily was very quick to say, well, I believe we're all sinners. Mm Mm-hmm. Because the Bible says that that we've all failed Mm -hmm. and we've all fallen short Mm -hmm. of God's glory. And that was just the first thing she thought of because she knows the word. Then when she was pressed again and again about it, she said why are you asking me and the girl said because I know you're a Christian and mm. she said it like it would be terrible but I like, was like <laughs> "It was yay <laughs> they know you're a Christian that's a good thing yeah, they know yeah. that you stand for something and you understand what right. you believe yeah. and you're not going to cave but you had a loving true response right. to the student you said I'm a sinner he's a sinner and so if you're asking if you're a sinner if you're part of mankind then the answer is yes then we get to have conversations where I said you know you could ask her what a sinner even means yeah. to her because if she doesn't have a Christian worldview where did she come up with this word and what it I is said a did, very Christian word did she know what it meant mm-hmm. you know because she might be asking you a totally different question really sure. and so so I try to talk to my kids about asking questions sure you know, and not assuming, you know, what somebody is saying or Mm -hmm. thinking Mm -hmm. or meaning by what they say, Mm -hmm. um, so that we can have these kind of conversations. But I just, to answer your question, we we are in the word, but you know, we just live it too. Mm -hmm. One of the things I love is when my little girls, I will walk, um, sometimes into their room when they're quiet because you know, that can mean some not good things. things. And, um, (laughs) I have caught them playing quote women's ministry before and they're having a meeting and they're planning something and they've got their Bibles open and there are dolls around. And that's such a heartwarming that's moment for me because so even sweet. my little son Noah's in there. He's just supporting the women's ministry sure. team. You know, it's like, <laughs> this is, this is what mom does. and And he sees dad always helping me mm-hmm. with whatever yeah. we've got to put together. And, and that's just, the life they grow up in. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've seen them play a Bible study group together (laughs) too, you know, because we've always done that in our home as well. It's just normal to them. Mm -hmm. And so I hope and pray that as they get older and they have these opportunities to say yes to the Lord, like they probably wouldn't even see it as brave um, Mm -hmm. because they'd see it as so natural to say, I've seen strong Christians. I've seen strong women. I've seen my parents say yes. Mm -hmm. And we always tell our kids every time we say, yes, it's yes as a family. And so we've sat down together as a family and we're like, what is our family about? Mm. And just listen to their hearts too, because we're in it together. We're Team Bickham. And so we support the team. We support each other. Mm. We understand what our
0: ministry is to the Lord as a team. Team Bickham. I love that. I think as families, we should claim that more often. It's important to raise strong children in the Lord. This is about women, and I think raising strong women, not in opposition to others. Exactly. But strong in the Lord, strong in their faith, strong in their resolve to do what God calls them to do. When we raise strong women to do that, it is brave. It Absolutely. really is brave. Because the church that I grew up in, and it sounds similar, was this is the box that women fit into. Mm-hmm. This is the box that they're allowed to minister in. Right. And it doesn't really look like where we are called at this point in our lives. I know we've had conversations about that before. Right. As women with a voice, what is God calling us to do in a culture, in an evangelical culture that says this is the box that women live in and right. minister in? Right. So I think, I hope that we can say to women, be brave in what God calls you to do, even if it looks like you're in opposition to what the authorities, quote unquote, are telling you. Because by whose authority do we walk?
1: Absolutely. When God calls us to something we and we say yes to it, I think When you know you've heard the Lord's voice, when you know you've discerned his voice through scripture, Mm -hmm. there's so much clarity in that. I feel like God's word just gives me strength Mm -hmm. to discern when other people are saying, well, I don't understand your call um, or I don't agree with your call. If I know it's the Lord that I've heard, I can keep going Mm -hmm. in love and Mm -hmm. knowing that they may understand, but it might not be right now. Yeah. but I also have to sometimes question if I haven't really heard God's voice and I'm thinking this might be what he wants me to do it does cause me to reflect sometimes sure. when I face opposition and go okay is this something that I'm wanting is this pride? is this me trying to build my own platform is this I all think the we questions. all right. have to self-evaluate but man that takes some bravery too yeah because it's hard it it's hard to say, here's my heart, Lord, search it. Mm-hmm, every mm-hmm. single tiniest of dark place in it <laughs> yeah, yeah. and and reveal it to me because it's, it's time to clean house, yeah, right? Yeah. And whatever that looks like, if there's repentance that needs to happen, mm-hmm. or if I need to apologize, if I need to look at myself mm-hmm. and my intentions differently than just showed me, Lord, you know, but even that, There's so much strength in that to say, Lord, you're not done with me. You haven't left me. You haven't set me aside. You still have a plan. Well, there's
0: wisdom in self-reflection and self-evaluation and praying the scripture, search my heart Mm -hmm. and reveal any wickedness, reveal any sin, reveal Mm -hmm. any selfishness, all of that. Reveal that to me, Lord, so that I can present it on the altar and you can burn it up. Right. But then I know if it's
1: not me, and if it's him, then then come what may, Lord. Sure, you know
0: yeah. I like that. I think that's a good encouragement to women in a way to be brave, to have that time of self-reflection and self-evaluation. I was reading something just recently about getting quiet with yourself, just allowing yourself five minutes of quiet, mm-hmm. and finding a place that is peaceful to you. Or sitting somewhere that you can close your eyes and imagine a peaceful place that means something to you. And just being quiet. Just resist the temptation to evaluate the situation or to think of prayers that you want to pray or even to think of scripture. Just be quiet and ask the Lord. What do you want me to know right now? Mm -hmm. Give yourself permission to do that. It's a scary place sometimes because honestly, and I I was talking about this with another friend recently, we may not like what we see. Mm -hmm. We may not want to get to know ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's a good thing. It's a wise thing to have that time of self-reflection, especially when someone comes in and they're questioning your decision. It's okay. Say, okay, that's fine. You can question that. And I'm not going to dismiss you. I'm going to spend time with the Lord. Absolutely.
1: I like to journal. Mm -hmm. And it's been really helpful even to just go back and look at prayers Mm -hmm. that I've had with the Lord and scriptures that he's been leading me through to remind me often Mm -hmm. of his power and his tenderness and, and all of those things that he has always been to me. And even the God who, who sifts out the sin mm-hmm. in my life but has loved me and held my hand all along that path he's never left me Mm. then it's a little bit easier to put myself into a new situation that the Lord's calling me to and I just I don't know I I think it's good to just try new things I think if you're not a little bit afraid and having to step out with a little (laughs) bit of faith in your life then maybe you ought to look like why is that not happening yeah for sure so even just like your previous question about raising strong brave girls we push them to try new things Mm -hmm. we uh, have two of them that love theater mm. and just pushing them to be in front of people and to hold your head up and and speak yeah. you know yeah. and and throw yourself into a character i mean i just think it's confidence yeah. boosting sure. and that was something that was part of my life too you mm-hmm. know just growing up that way so being in front of a crowd is not Terrifying to me mm-hmm. as it is to some people, but I think we've just had different experiences. Sure. I don't think there's anything that any of us can't do. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. This might not be even correct, but I just feel like, man, if I have the Spirit of God living in me, and He's not just a teeny part of God, mm-hmm. He's not just, He's not limited. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like if God is calling me to do something, I go with the Spirit of God in me. Sure. So if He's asking me to deep sea fish, I've
0: never done it before, but I'm sure He's gonna work. <laughs> All those things out you know what i mean that's sure, a terrible yeah. example but well but we could like that into digging into the depths of the scriptures exactly. If he's asking us to do that in calling us to do that he's going to give us the tools that we need yes to do that he's not going to set us up to fail exactly And that's happened with
1: teaching scripture for sure. Just being willing to say, you know what, Lord, here I am. I'm not saying I know it all. Mm -hmm. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know so much more and I want to understand you more so that I can magnify you and love you as the God that you are. But I have learned so much from being taught in God's word that I'm just going to be faithful in sharing what I do know, Mm -hmm. what I do know how to do.
0: And I know that you're going to do the rest. So is there any question on this list of questions I sent you that we didn't cover the way you wanted to cover?
1: I don't think so. Okay. I'll have remorse later and I'll go, oh, I should have said.
0: (laughs) Call me and we'll add it in. (laughs) I want to ask you one final question, Sandra. Who is your favorite brave girl? Mm, My favorite brave girl. There's so many. My mom might be
1: someone mm. who jumps into my mind as being incredibly brave in a very humble way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She would probably never even say that she was brave right. But she's had to step out in faith so many times and and she never trumpets herself, yeah. but we see it. my mom is um, an immigrant to the United States and and so just seeing her be, open to living in a, in a land that she wasn't raised in. Mm -hmm. English isn't even my mother's first language. I couldn't imagine having children that, that maybe didn't even speak my native language. You know, I mean, she's just, um, she's just been willing to go where the Lord has called her to go and, and be faithful to what he's called her to do. Living in a small East Texas town, I don't know that anyone understood why she was there what? or would want to be there. She was had the funny accent and, mm-hmm. but you know, she took care of my sister and I so well, and she mm-hmm. taught us to love the Lord. And I admire her greatly for that.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Sandra, thank you so much for joining me today on She Walks Brave. It has been such an honor to have you on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for joining me as we finished up our conversation with Sandra Bickham. I was so encouraged by her to dive deeply into the Word of God and to know Him on a personal level, daily. That's one of the ways that I'm learning to walk brave. I hope you'll join me in that pursuit. If you'd like to try studying the Bible on your own or in a group setting, this is the acronym we used in our Bible study that Sandra and I talked about. The word was here. H here and highlight. E. Explain the context. A. Apply it to my life. And R. How will I respond to it? It's a great way to study. I hope you enjoy it. I do hope you're all encouraged to either keep on making brave choices or to start on a new path of walking brave in your life. Wherever you are in the journey, know that I'm here cheering you on. Walk brave, dear ones. If you'd like to share a story or how this podcast has inspired you to walk brave, or if you know of a woman who's walking brave in what she does every day, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me, Sandy, at SheWalksBrave.com, S-A-N-D-I, at SheWalksBrave.com. To stay up to date on our podcast, go to SheWalksBrave.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at She Walks Brave. Our theme music is by Nicole Nordeman. Our special background music is composed and recorded by Cadence Floria. This program is mastered by Bram Floria. She Walks Brave is a ministry of compassion ventures. I'm Sandy Floria, and this is She Walks Brave.